All right, so we're live for episode three. Um, today we're going to do a review of Robinhood and Acorns, the two brokerages that we both use. All right, so you want to start off, which one you want to start with? So we'll start off with Robinhood. You can go first. All right, so if you guys didn't know what Robinhood is, Robinhood is a brokerage app. Um, once again, a brokerage is just something where your investments are stored, similar to how a bank, your money is stored there. Um, so Robinhood was the first app uh, to offer commission-free trading. It was founded in 2013, um, so it's fairly new. Uh, so previously, if you wanted to buy a stock uh, at every other brokerage, you had to pay a commission. And a, what a commission is, it's a, it's just a fee that you pay the brokerage for them to buy the stock for you, basically. But Robinhood came out in 2013, and they kind of just blew open everything by offering commission-free trading, and now pretty much every app. Um, does this, um, but that was their claim to fame. Um, but now the way they stay popular is just their really easy to use interface. Um, and that's kind of how they kept everyone on their app. So yeah, they offer two-factor authentication, um, a free stock when you sign up, which is also very enticing. Um, there's reoccurring investments, so you could set it so that you put $10 in a week for like a certain stock or something. Um, there's also a dividend reinvestment plan. So basically what this is, is um, when you when you get dividends, so dividends are basically the company pays you every three months. <coughs> well, it's usually three months. It could be every month, but basically every quarter you get paid just for owning the stock. So uh, what Robinhood does is they automatically reinvest those dividends back into the same stock for you if you want. Um, and then, so the cons of Robinhood, there's no phone support, which is kind of a big deal because you have to email them and it could take a while to sort things out if you get hacked or something. So that's annoying. Um, there's no education about stocks in the app. So you're basically left to yourself to uh, look everything up, which for me and Tony was fine. But for a lot of people, um, that can be kind of um, a lot of people don't like looking stuff up. They like having education in the app. So I will add, there is a five dollar a month feature. <clears throat> excuse me, five dollar a month feature. You can pay for it, and it, it'll give you Morningstar reviews, oh, which yeah, is true. it's pretty good. But for mm-hmm. five dollars, maybe some people would be worth it. But yeah. uh, I didn't really get too much value out out of it. I did do the free trial, but yeah. uh, it wasn't really that valuable for me. So yeah. Um, and then let's see what else. So some things, so the app has been, the app has crashed a few times during like major, um, major points where people really, um, need, needed it not to crash. So for example, if you're trading options, um, that's really a big deal. Basically what trading options is, it's very dependent on the time. Like timing is really key. So if it crashes when you're trading options, that's a big deal. But like if you're just doing passive investing and it crashes, the app crashes, it's not really a big deal um, at all. Um, and then they've also had some shady practices. I'm not going to lie. Um, the first thing I want to mention is they first claimed that they had a 3% savings account and then they quickly um, had to like completely didn't like uh, what's what's the word? They had to roll that back and say that was a mistake. Um, because people, they were getting attacked from like all sorts of people because 3%, if you don't know, for an interest rate for a savings account, it's insane. insane. Yeah. Um, so what now, what they offer now is a debit card with a 0.3% interest rate, which is wildly different than 3%. 
Um, they also, so they've been fined by the SEC because the way they make money, they weren't very open about it. Um, and then there's been a few other shady things. But, there's a lot but, of controversy. Yeah. Uh, their biggest problem is their customer support. They've been hacked. Yeah. Um, the hacking uh, could happen to any, any brokerage or any account. That's just people using really weak passwords and not using two-factor two authentication. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's a big problem, too. Yeah, but that's pretty much it for Robinhood if you want to uh, yeah. jump in, unless you have anything to add about it. But. Well, I would say that I we both use Robinhood. I've been using Robinhood for about seven months now. Um, there has been some, in the beginning, there, there was some uh, glitches and the stuff wouldn't load once in a while. Or if you needed to contact customer support, it would take a really long time. But I will say the customer support has gotten a little better, even though you still don't have a phone call or a phone number to call. Uh, They do have a lot more techs. They hired a lot more customer service people. Uh, They do respond pretty quickly if you email them. Um, But uh, overall, it's really easy to use. I've used a lot of different ones. I've used M1 Finance, Charles Schwab. I've used Webull. Uh, Robinhood by far is the best interface of all. I also, also want to mention, so there's there's uh, the Stanford. Stanford has something called, I think, I forget exactly what the name of it is, but Stanford um, has something called the Technology Institute or something. And basically what they do there is they learn how to make apps addicting. So if you notice, when you open, when you make a trade on Robinhood, confetti flies everywhere. Um, they just have a lot of like really addictive Things sort of like on social media, when you get some, uh, a like on your post, that's addictive and yeah. it makes you want to keep coming back to the app. The instant so cash too. Yeah, the so they use cash. they use a lot of like addictive features. Um, it's actually there's a documentary about this on Netflix, not about Robinhood in general, but about social media. It's really yeah, interesting. Yeah, the social dilemma. But, but yeah, I just, I just wanted to mention that because that's also a little bit shady to me, anyways, because they're trying to. But yeah, I just wanted to add that. Uh, yeah, and I think that that's pretty much it on Robinhood. I will say, if you know what you're doing with investing and picking the right stocks, which is going to be our next video, um, you could do pretty well in Robinhood. I, I've invested five thousand seven hundred and fifty-three dollars, and I'm up fifteen and a half percent. So if you know what you're doing, you could do pretty well. Um, but you have to do your own research. But I think do that's it for Robinhood. I have a question. We have a question. Do you think Robinhood will survive in the long term, or do you think these these yeah, lawsuits and I think they will because they're just they have so much money right now and they, and they just keep gaining users and it's super popular right now. Okay. Um, yeah. I think I think I'm gonna give them maybe six months and see if I think eventually they're gonna have to add phone support. If they yeah. don't add phone support within the next six to twelve months, I think it, it could be something that I get out of. Yeah. Uh, depending once I start getting a lot more money in there, but it, it, it is a big as, deal because for yeah. they only have so many people manning the email support. They they need a phone and it's it's slow. It's back and forth like one. Yeah, you know you, you can only problem, go so fast. If you have a problem with your money and your account, you don't want to wait three days to hear back from somebody through yeah. an email. Exactly. Uh, but yeah, that that wraps up uh, Robinhood and. Um, that gets into Acorns, which does have a phone number, and you can call them, which is a huge benefit. So Acorns, um, what Acorns is, is it's a robo-investor. And the cool thing about Acorns, which I haven't seen anywhere else, is that it gives you an option to do roundup investing. 
So if you go to the gas station and you get uh, $15.50 of gas, it'll round it up to $16. And it'll take that $0.50 cents that it rounded it up and invest it for you. So that's a really cool feature. It's, it's a great way to invest in, and save without even thinking about it. So some of the benefits of uh, Acorns are that it's a great way for people to save that are bad at saving or people. It's a great way for people to invest that know nothing about the stock market. They don't want to know anything about the stock market. They don't want to deal with it. And uh, they just want to put money in, audit, have it automatically do everything for you. And that's like like my girlfriend's one of those people and it's great for her. So um, another really great thing about Acorns is they have um, experts who create the profiles for you. They use Vanguard, they use um, BlackRock, they use the most reputable brokerages and they have uh, a lot of world-class economists were and noble they have noble peace prize winning economists working on these portfolios so when you sign up you have an option to pick from five portfolios and you really don't even have to do anything you just fill out a questionnaire and it will tell you which portfolio they recommend for you for your situation based on your risk tolerance and it's really it's pretty simple too it's just bonds international stocks stocks and yes. i think there's one more thing i can't remember maybe that's it um yeah they have a lot of different things um so the ETFs, the every portfolio consists of ETFs. So um, it automatically provides you with a lot of diversification. Um, so Acorns I've had since uh, September. I've made 184 Roundup transactions. It's made automatically for me, and it's invested $127. I invest every every week. Uh, auto invest more money than just Roundups. So this is where we get into the cons of acorns. If you're only going to use it for roundups, it may not be worth it because uh, they have tiers. So there's a dollar, there's a $3, and there's a $5 tier you can pick from. The $1 is just a straight up uh, personal brokerage account. And that's $1 a month that comes out of your bank account. I mean, it doesn't seem like much $1. You're not even going to notice it. But over time, can you, re- you, can you repeat up. yourself? You just... You just froze for a second. Can you repeat your last sentence? Yeah. So if you pick the $1 a month plan, I think it's pretty, it's a really good deal if you do the $1 a month plan because it's $1 comes out of your bank account and we've all spent a dollar on way worse things. Like there's Mm. so many other stupid things we all spent a dollar on or more, way more than a dollar. So if you're going to spend a dollar a month to invest money and you have it all taken care of for you and you don't have to worry about anything, then it might be worth it. Um, yeah. If you don't invest at all, one dollar isn't going to kill your bank yeah. account. This is now, better than doing nothing. Now, I will say you may want to if you are going to do uh, if you are going to use an Acorns account, I would do a reoccurring investment as well as roundups. I would do whatever you can afford, five, 10, 15, 20 dollars a week. I personally try to do five dollars a day plus roundups and it adds up quick. So, uh, and there are other tiers. You can do a $3 tier, $5 tier one. I think, I believe they do. They offer an IRA. They offer a personal checking account, which $5 seems like a lot, but if you use it as a bank account and an IRA and a personal brokerage, I mean, a, a personal account, that's a pretty good deal for $5 considering my bank charge is $15 a month. If you fall under a hundred dollars. Plus you, know. you can you can cancel out those one dollar charges. They have things in the app where if you like do 
forget what they're called exactly, but if they're you, like rewards, rewards, uh, basically you, you can get free money, basically. Yeah. So I, I've used that too by uh, referring people, which by the way, use the link in the uh, description and you'll get $5 to start out. And that covers five months of acorns for you, you know? So, and if you go and refer a couple of friends, you can 10, 15, $20, that's years of acorns. You know, if you get $15 worth, that's two years and three months of free acorns. If you think about it that way. So, um, another con of acorns is that if you have acorns does automatic rebalancing of portfolios, which is important to do. Um, but if you have a huge balance, it could cost you some money tax wise because they automatically rebalance and sell off stocks and ETFs when they hit, when, when your portfolio comes out of balance. So if they have a U.S. stock should be 50% and all of a sudden there's 70% of your, or 60% of your portfolio, they sell them and take the profits and put it into the ones that are underperforming. So you, you, you actually do make profit. You are going to make money, but now you're going to owe taxes on that money. So if you sell $1,000, you may owe $200. Now, I'm not too worried about this because when it gets to that point for me, I'm just going to take the $200 out of the acorns and pay the taxes because it's money that I made anyways. You know, yeah. So I'm going to look at it that way. Out of the 1000 I made, I'll just take $200 out and pay the taxes with it. Now, a huge, a huge, huge, huge positive, which I can't overstate enough, is the the tech support, the phone, the access to a phone number. Uh, hopefully Robinhood will add that soon. Um, but my takeaways are I'm going to keep using both of them because I like having diversification and I like having uh, bonds in my uh, Acorns account, which I don't use Robinhood for bonds, which we're going to get in, into that in the next video. So, yeah, if you, if you didn't understand what you, he mentioned ETFs, we're going to get into that in the next video as well. So just yeah. stay tuned. Um, but basically, ETF, if, you don't, if you don't know what ETFs are right now, that's a good reason to be using Acorns because Acorns is simple. You don't really need to know what you're doing. You don't even know anything yeah. about the stock market to use Acorns. You don't need to know anything. You can just put money in and just let it handle it for you. Mm -hmm. And if you don't know what an ETF is, it's an index fund, basically. And you can watch episode two because we covered index funds in episode two. Yeah, we're so, also going to be going more in depth into ETFs and index funds next uh, next yeah. video. But I just want to say also, so for don't worry about taxes because both of these apps send you um, forms at the end of the year. Um, they make yep. it really simple for you, so don't stress out about that. Don't like not invest because of taxes. Um, yes, but, we all got to pay taxes. It's just part of life. So if and the thing is, if you're if you got to pay taxes, that means you made money. Yeah. So you got to look at it that way, too. So, yeah, I would say uh, Robinhood, um, I'll probably keep using it. It's it's I love the interface. It's it's very it is addictive, but I love how simple the interface is. It reminds me of how simple iPhones are yeah. in general, too. It's like the same same concept. That's why iPhones are so popular. That's why Robinhood is so popular. Um, Acorns is better if you don't want to manage it at all. Robinhood is better if you want more control. But, yeah, that's basically it, really. I will say uh, the thing about both of these brokerages is they're both insured. So if something happens to your money, someone hacks your account, um, 
or actually Robin i wanted Hood. before you say that if someone hacks your account technically i've read a lot about this they don't have to pay you anything but because they are such big brokerages they every will, single yeah. they will but you are sip c insured if they go under so if the company right. goes bankrupt then you're insured completely if you that's get hacked you, you're going to get paid they'll that's pay when you. when you said you think robin hood's going to go out of business even if they go out of business and you have money in there you're going to get that money yeah, You're so insured it's, if it's, they go bankrupt. It's similar. So banks are insured FDIC insured, secure, uh, and then brokerages are insured SIPC insurance, um, securities, yeah. investors, protection corporation, or something like that. But it's SIPC. So yeah, you, if they go under, you're fine. Um, like I said, if they get hacked, they technically don't have to pay you anything. I've read a lot about this, but they always do because it'd be a really bad look on their on their brand, uh, and they would lose and a you lot can of customers. Go you can go to the Securities and Exchange Commission if they refuse to pay you, and they might be able to pay you. I was yeah. reading something, some cases about that too. Mm-hmm. But um, it's it's a very important that every brokerage has that protection, and, and make they sure they have to have it. You so. turn on two-factor authentication, please. It's so, and don't do the SMS text messages. Do it by the Google Authenticator. It's way more secure. Um, but yeah, you definitely want to have two-factor authentication on your your brokerage account. Yes, and SIPC insurance protects you up to five hundred thousand dollars per brokerage. Yeah, so you're good. You know, you yeah. can use both of them. You can sleep at night. You don't have to worry about it. Yeah, if you ever so, hit five hundred thousand dollars, yeah, I mean, just you, you're, then you're doing well. <laughs> yeah, you're doing well. So. Don't forget to subscribe and also use our links in the description yeah, so, to get yeah. some free stocks. Use our links. You get free stocks, free money. We get helped out. Um, drop a like, leave a comment. If you smash the like button, it boosts our channel. More people see it. You leave a comment. It's The more interactions on our channel, the more people see it. You, the YouTube algorithm likes that. So just do that. And yeah. We could also think about doing a guest spot. Uh, maybe do a once a month guest spot where we have someone on the show that someone that leaves a great comment and maybe we can have them on the show or something. We'll figure something out. That sounds, that sounds like a good idea. I like it. So, but anyways, that's it for episode three. Thanks for watching and stay tuned for episode four. We're going to go over um, differences between index funds and stocks and bonds and mutual funds. And then we're going to talk about what you should be investing in as a beginner. So that's All all.